Welcome back to Basketball is Religion. I am your host, Big Matt, joined today by the Gons. Gons, how have you been? Good, man. Good. I'm doing great. Um, excited to go back on video on YouTube, hopefully soon, because apparently a couple of people have been watching and they're like, dude, you've only had three episodes of The Hoop Bar on YouTube. Um, I'm like, well, you can listen to us on Spotify. It's just me and Matt, but something. Um, so excited to get this going. Keep keep going with our episodes here. Keep going with our YouTube channel. Apparently, there's people that actually watch. So that's cool. Um, other than that, man, I've been fighting hand, foot, mouth for my kid. Yes, adults can get it. And when they get it, it sucks. My symptoms are pretty much done. Like, I don't feel sick. Like, it was bad for the first couple of days. You can't swallow. The issue is my rash. Like, yeah, it's a gnarly rash. So I'm not contagious officially on Tuesday, according to doctors, despite what our other friends are are saying in my group chat, um, trying to prevent this Vegas trip. And we're still going. So excited about that. And it's just a matter of, are we going to watch the Lakers or are we going to watch the Kings or Pelicans and Suns? Like, who are we going to see? Ideally, if it's the Lakers, this was a great investment. Yes and no, because we've seen the Lakers already. I've seen them another time uh, in person. So to see an other teams w- would, would be fun. But I also saw the Suns so we, when we went together. So, yeah, it, it would be a fun investment, especially if we do see them in Vegas. Is that what you're kind of banking on, too? Like, we'll see, like, LeBron James or Anthony Davis out out, out of the clubs or what? I mean, it's more, it's like, it's a semifinal, dude. It's, a, I mean, we've seen the Lakers and it will give you that great seat and it's a game, but to see a semifinal game, you know how much the NBA is going to blow this up for their contractual purposes, for everything that's going on. They're making, you know, like they're going to make this a show. They're going to make this a big deal. And I, I, besides the game itself, I think the NBA is going to have everyone there. It's just gonna be a like a thing. Like it's hey, no, that's what I'm banking on. Like it's set the game is the game, right? We're gonna be going to the Western Conference the Western Conference semifinal game, which is gonna be officially it was announced. I think it wasn't even announced like like a like a lot. It was just kind of announced we had to look it up. Uh, it's gonna be six PM Eastern. Um I'm sorry, it's uh nine PM Eastern, so six PM p- uh, Pacific time, which will be in Vegas. So like you're right, we're gonna see a lot of NBA personalities, maybe some celebrities there. So personally, you know, the game's the game. We're gonna be, be watching the game regardless, but to see the 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 pomp and circumstance, the, all the like, decorations around the arena and everything around Vegas, that big the sphere is gonna be NBA NBA'd out. So it's gonna be fun. Hundred yeah. percent it's gonna be fun. So what what else are you looking forward to next week? At the, I mean, for the trip specifically, just no, 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 no. Well, let's, let's keep this basketball because the trip's the trip. It's, it's always a Vegas trip, but specifically basketball in season tournament. What, what celebrities, what NBA personalities are looking to see? Like, what, what, what's, what has you most hyped outside I, of the okay? Game? So I imagine um, a lot of the goats are going to be there. I, Gary Payton's going to be there. I love if I could run into Gary Payton again, I would say so many different things than last time. Um, Players like, you know, that are analysts now, you know, I would love to see Jamal Crawford. I would love to see, uh, who knows, maybe Lou Williams will be in town. Maybe, like, it's just everyone, dude, especially from the class of NBA that just retired. That's who I grew up watching. You know, the Jamal Crawfords, the Lou Williams, the even the Gary Paytons, even the, even the Barkleys, even the people like the Charles Oakley, all of those guys. It's going to be, that's heaven for me. 
If I could run into those guys and just take pictures, dude, I would come home and build a collage of just like, you know, me with these guys. And I'm definitely going to have my, 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 my Sharpie because what I don't know what I'm going to have for them to sign when I see them. I need to have something prepared that could like fit in my pocket, right? Um, I don't know. Should I just take my basketball cards, right, and have them sign those? Like, I don't know. Like, if anything, you bring like a big basketball, right? And then you get all the legends to sign it. Uh, how, how, you know, it's going to be invaluable growing up, like, especially just to see who's going to be around that weekend to have something. I think a physical basketball might be the best option. But then you're, you're literally walking around with a basketball, like, the whole time. Like, I mean, like, I don't know. Like, a basketball card seems more convenient, you know? Like, but then, like, you're going to walk around with a folder because you don't know who you're going to see. You'd be like, oh, shit, Charles Oakley, go to page 10, get the card out. Like, I don't. I don't know, man. Um, I got to figure that part out. But yeah, definitely got to have something. Um, obviously, I'm going to want to take a picture with these guys. I mean, that should be good enough, right? But to get some memorabilia signed, you're actually getting some ROI on that picture. So, you know, it is a, it's an investment, this trip, and it could it could pay off, essentially. Yeah, just, they're, they're going to go all out. They're going to see so many different people. Like, I'm going to be landing there, I think, with Miguel um, in the afternoon. We're going to... I want to get there before the game for sure, um, and then I'm not sure when when you and and, and we, get, are gonna we, be we get there at two, so we're gonna be okay. there early. Yeah, we'll have you meet us at the. I mean, I don't know how you want us to do it. If you want us to leave you a key or leave your name at the front desk, you could just go in. Or if you want us to wait, you get in at what three o'clock four. Mm-hmm. We'll get, we'll get there by four. I say the hotel by four, and then we'll drop everything off because I just want to get to the. I just want to be around the arena and then yeah as, as, as soon as we can get in we just get in and then we just chill and then just walk around and see who we could see um we might do some hoop bar slash basketball is religion you know podcast content too like i'll bring i'll bring a mic um with my phone and we'll maybe we'll record some stuff maybe get some exclusive interviews with some with some nba players and some nba personalities that would be fun too maybe some also fans too because it's going to be a fan experience it's going to be an nba'd out in Las Vegas, we usually see this during NBA All Star Weekend, but it's the first one of these things. That's why I was very, I I really wanted to be there. I'm glad you and share that enthusiasm with me about you know being there at this because you know the NBA wants to definitely you know make this a thing going forward. Yeah, I agree. Okay, let's. Okay, so Thanksgiving we haven't recorded in a couple of weeks. Um, so th- thank you guys for, for your, for your patience there. Thanksgiving. What did you have for Thanksgiving guns? So we, um, we got to Iowa and my kids started showing symptoms of a hand, foot, mouth the next day. So we, my, my, my wife's sister had to essentially cancel everything. Cause like all of her husband's family have kids in Iowa. Um, but with that being said, we went to whole foods market, which was the only thing open in Iowa on Thanksgiving day. And we bought this ribeye. Dude, I don't know. It's like a ribeye or like, like a big piece of ribeye where you cook it in the smoker and you cut it, right? I don't know if what's the term. Is it like a ribeye roast? It's just a ribeye. Yeah, ribeye rib, rib roast sounds, sounds right. Delicious, man. It cooked for five, six hours. It was so good. But that's why I don't want to have steak in Vegas is that it, it was so heavy on my stomach. Like, I didn't want to do anything. I was so satisfied. I was just good watching TV. Um. We also smoked a turkey. That was good. My first time having that. So I'm all I'm team smoker, dude. So if you have a smoker, I'm coming through. 
I so why don't like, why don't you become a meat guy? Why don't you we we see the Gon's the meat guy, Gon's the smoker. Uh, so, uh, you know, usually when you, when you hit your forties, you're either you know grilling meats or doing something else. Like as a, like an older, like I don't, I'm not sure if you if you have a lawn, if you have to mow your lawn, but you know maybe you be you become that guy, become the smoked meat guy. Honestly, dude, if like it's just my wife doesn't have much interest in me. You know, she'll eat fish and chicken. That's it. Like she almost the ground beef, which is very unhealthy for you. Um, but you know, I've been told by my doctor specifically, like we're also getting older. So with that hobby, you know, I he's like, dude, if you're gonna get medication, if you don't cut out red meat, like you have two choices: eat red meat and take medication, or just cut out red meat to once a week. Like I'm like, sure, done, right? So I, I'm trying to stay true to that and picking up a hobby of smoke. You know, sure you could smoke a chicken, but it's nothing like smoking ribs or the good stuff man so unfortunately for health reasons i'll have to pass on that right let's take it with my gout i think tam's gout too red meat or an alcohol or taking medication i think as a filipino i'm taking medication for gout um I, i'm not eating red meat every day but you know we're trying to stick with, stick with chicken we had a steaksgiving ourselves um, I don't think a lot of many people did turkey this year. Um, Steaksgiving, so it's just steak and ham and all that stuff. So they were definitely taking our medications um, so that we can continue eating that stuff. But yeah, you're right. You really just should be cutting down on all the high cholesterol and meats. So we you know, we get through that. We we get through the holiday season. We get through the Thanksgiving. We coming. We come into Christmas today. As we're recording, it's Friday, December first, first day of December. Um, we're heading towards Christmas and towards the hall and towards the NBA in season tournament. So we'll talk about that a little bit more in, in depth as far as the games goes. I know we talked about the atmosphere around, but let's talk about some teams. Um, a team in particular we wanted to focus on today was the Golden State Warriors. They're currently sitting at nine and ten. Uh, they just beat the Los Angeles Clippers last night. Um, 120 to 114 but there's they are sitting at 9 and 10 they're, they're staying 10th in the western conference um draymond green just got back from his uh from his um little suspension he got now the warriors there's talk of them being now washed they're comp- that they're done that you know steph curry's he has to be carrying the team because clay thompson draymond green they're just not cutting they're just not doing very well um clay thompson I, I we want to focus on specifically clay thompson now he was a defensive linchpin and one of the best shooters of all time um his his averages for his career are 19 points 3.6 rebounds 2.3 steals but as far as a three-point shooter he was maybe the one of the deadliest three-point shooters of all time not outside of steph curry uh, shooting 41.5 uh, for, yeah 41.5% from three clay thompson right now is currently shooting 36% from three and only averaging 15.7 points so so it seems like the warriors engine can't run without a health without a healthy clay thompson he just he he had those two crazy injuries but clay thompson guns is he washed or do you think he still has some, something left to tank i don't know about you but i would bet on him like this is the time you bet on him he could be a bust. Those two injuries could have just been so detrimental that, I mean, he kind of came back to an extent where he had some really good games in the playoffs last year or towards the end of the year last year. I'm not sure if they made the playoffs. And then he kind of, um, I don't know what happened, but this season hasn't been great for him. Again, worst case scenario, you don't get a bust. 
you still get a guy shooting 36% and 40% from the field. I would love, and, and you know what? He's the way he's coming out and addressing fans is like he doesn't care. People will talk. I mean, they were supporting him for years. He should care. He should. He should care. He, I mean, this could be the difference of how he goes out in his career. He's 33. Shooters usually have a shelf life up until 40. Yes. So let's say he has five more years. I would take the gamble. I hope Clay keeps talking nonsense and struggles and that the Lakers snatch him up. Uh, honestly, because he, dude, he's the missing recipe. Tell me right now, we get Clay Thompson, we don't win the championship. Not this Clay Thompson. He's going to have to improve because. Yeah, it, yeah but it, we don't know. We don't know what the reason is for what. Let's say we get Clay Thompson that goes back to his old stats. A lot of the mistakes, Matt, if you watch, they're just silly missed layups, bad turnovers. That's why you look at the stats. It's like it's not that alarming. I'm like, oh, he's so great. I could defend this. But then I went and I watched video and I'm like, oh, man, this guy's just playing terrible, right? Like it's a lot worse than the stats. Turnovers, losing the ball, missing layups. He's playing like trash. But maybe he's just having a slump. Let's bet on that. Let's go all in on the Lakers winning the chip. I love Clay Thompson. He's 33. I think a lot of NBA media loves Clay Thompson because he has the game of six clays. His personality is laid back, but he's a, he's a sniper. We like his father, especially as Laker fans. Michael Thompson is treasured here in LA. So I, I want to agree with you. I really do. Clay Thompson's Kobe disciple. Oh, man. I, I wish he was still that guy. Right now, he's making $43 million next year. Um, more than Zach Levine, which is another rumor that's been going around in Laker, Laker country. So I don't know this year, Gons, especially with that number, you'd have to trade the draft capital from the Warriors just to, you know, get that salary down. Plus we'd have to match, match offers. If anything, it would be like the Warriors buying him out and the Lakers picking him up. But I don't see him coming here this year, potentially next year on like a six, $7 million contract because he's not worth 43. He's not worth, you know, 30, not worth 20 million. Potentially he's worth 10 million, but that's pretty much it. But so his contract is pretty much, you know, he, he he's an expiring contract, but I don't think the Lakers are looking to get into the realm of expiring contracts uh, to try to improve. He's the definitely going to get moved. If his contract expires because then he's great trade bait. Not for the Lakers, but for a team that's wanting to clear up room, correct? Yeah, I mean, uh, if the Warriors want to get off his... If, if they're looking to win the championship, they, another crack at this, uh, which we'll get to in a second. So why not go after... What's a team they could go after? Is it the Bulls, seeing how they want to move a lot of pieces? Well, that's a thing. Like, if you're looking, looking to get off of Levine's five-year, $40 million a year contract... That could be a potential landing spot, especially if they want to just completely bottom out. So let's say if the Lakers are able to get De DeMar DeRozan and Alex Caruso for pieces and and some and, and 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 a draft pick, and then if you're really gonna bottom out, maybe they do they do the Levine for for Clay Thompson trade. But then at that point, you're you're breaking up the the. The Draymond Thompson and Curry trio that's been oh, that's so, beloved that, 
Yeah, that's done. In, in Golden State for, for years. So I think that's why Bob Myers left. Because he didn't want to be the architect, or he tried to be the architect of the next generation. But those are three beloved guys. They brought you four championships, the four, maybe the three best players in, in Warriors history outside of, outside of Rick Barry. Um, do you do you really want to split that up before you know via trade, or just would, would you rather just have Clay walk away? I you can't just let him walk away. Like, that's not, you can't just let him walk away. That's a bad business decision. Um, you got to get what you can for him. I, I don't, I don't see any world where you let him walk away. But I've heard rumors about um, other players that they're interested in. Concher from Memphis being one of them. Have you heard that? Yeah, but like, what can you really add to this Warriors team to make them you know, a viable, they're too small. They're way too small. Like it, it might've worked two years ago when you had a, you know, a younger Draymond Green and you had a Kavon Looney and then someone had like two, maybe five minutes of James Wiseman. So again, I, I want to get to in a second, but as far as, you know, the Warriors trying to win this year, Chris Paul's already injured. Like, I don't think they have a shot. If anything, they're kind of stuck in no man's land because they're not good enough to win the championship this year. I, I at least I think they're not good enough to win the championship this year. And they're you have Steph Curry, so you really can't bottom out. So they're kind of just stuck. Like, Did do you, you think? Do you think with a few trades they can win a championship this year? I don't, and I think Bob Myers knew too. That's why he walked away. Honestly, like I, I think he's like, okay, we're in this situation. I don't know how to get out of this. I'm walking away. Good luck, Warriors. Uh, and I think you're right. I the fact that Clay's struggling doesn't help matters. It may push him out of the playoff race. Uh, Draymond ain't younger, so his his effort on the other side, as as good as it is, he's he's a step slow. Still don't have a true point guard. It's not it's not Steph. He can be, but his game is more of a, a shooting guard point guard. There's just so many issues with a great coach. I love Steve Kerr. I feel like they kind of need to blow up this team to have a shot. And I mean a blow up meaning exchanging stars for stars, which in, in my eyes means the end of Draymond, Curry, and Clay. The only person you try to keep is Curry and dish out everyone else, and and you're already losing. So take these next two, three months to get some chemistry and try to get in the playing spot and see what could happen. Anyone, anyone's game at that point. That's the only hope I can see for this team. I hearken back to a, uh, uh, when we talked about this, it might've been on the hoop or it might've been here. Um, when, after the Golden State Warriors won that championship, they were very lucky to win that championship because they were trying to play both sides of it. They're trying to win a championship and then also build for the future with Wiseman, Kaminga, and Moody. Those are their three guys. Okay, once Clay. Um, Curry and Draymond were done. We're going to transition over to the, to those three guys, and look what happened. Wiseman ended up being a bust. Kaminga's a maybe a role player at best, and Moody had a had a, some flashes less, uh, against the Kings, but it doesn't look like he's going to be a rotation player as well. So they f you know, they f the bed. They they s the bed on the, on those draft picks. So they really should have traded those three guys to try to extend the the lifespan of of this of this current Warriors team because I think with another like a fourth piece 
and another guy that can kind of spell Clay Thompson and Steph Curry, they could have extended this run. But the Warriors, they were light years ahead. Just looks like they were just in there with everyone, everybody else, and kind of I want to say got lucky with the championship, but they did, they did get that championship in twenty twenty two. But yeah, I think they're 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 screwed up unless they blow it up. I think you're right. Um, with the Warriors, we could have seen them in, in Vegas potentially, but then they blew that game against the Kings, who who they had owned, but they lost the Kings. So it's going to be the Kings versus the Pelicans, the Lakers versus the Suns, um, the Celtics versus the um, the the Pacers, and the Bucks versus the. Um, I almost try to get this off my head. Who am I missing? It's the Bucks versus who? Who are they playing again? Um, the is it the Knicks? Oh yes, the Bucks versus the Knicks. I almost did this off off the top of my head. So, I mean, let's transition over to the in season tournament that's going to be happening next week. Um, it's going to be on two. The the games are going to be on Monday and Tuesday, um, with the semifinal games in Las Vegas on Thursday, which will be at the Western Conference final one. Let's look at those four matchups. Look at those four teams, and then we'll kind of get to some other teams I want to talk about too. Um. Give some love there that didn't make the the final final eight. So let's let's look at first. Let's look at the Lakers versus the Suns. We saw this game, second game, uh, the first home game for the Lakers. Um, they were without Bradley Beal, nor they were they without um, Booker. Uh, but Durant went off until the fourth quarter when he was clapped down by by Cam Reddish r- randomly. Um, so g- good for Cam Reddish there to kind of lock him up. Um, but yeah, so Lakers versus Suns is going to be in crypto on Tuesday. Seven- let's talk about that for a second. Yeah, let's go. Well, give, give me your give me your analysis on that game. I'm scared. I, I again, I want to see LeBron in Vegas. I want to see the Lakers in Vegas as a Laker fan. As uh, even for Miguel, he's a diehard Laker fan like us. Um, to to see them to say we were at the semifinal game, but you're playing a Phoenix Suns team that is is currently healthy at the moment. Am I right? Nope. Bradley Beal will most likely not be there. And, Why? It's a play. And, it's a playing game. He'll play. Well, he said. Okay, so the last thing we heard about Bradley Beal is on November twentieth. There's hope there um, from Sh- um, Sham Sharania on tw- on X Twitter. The Suns hope that within these three next three weeks, Bradley Beal will be able to get better and hopefully make a return at some point in December. So at some point in December, I'm thinking later in December and not, you know, December okay, 7th. Yeah. Okay, so he's out. What about KD? KD's in. It's just Booker. I From the reports I read, he'll be back for that for that game on, on Tuesday. I think he's taking the next two games off, but then they're kind of wrapping him up to be back on that Tuesday in that play-on tournament game. Okay. All right. Well, let's hope their lack of depth will we'll, we'll make this a Laker win. Yeah, because the, the Lakers, when we watched them, it was this KD and that was it. And then they beat the, the Lakers beat the Suns in that play-in tournament, you know, play-in game um, with those wacky courts. Um, it was with Durant and Beal. So they would have to now beat um, Durant and Booker. So do you think the Lakers win that one or are you just hoping they're winning it? But then if you're objective, would you be, would you be picking the Suns? I think LeBron really wants this play-in. I think he knows how big this is. And I think for him to go in and say, I won the first one is just, he's all about his legacy. He As, as much as he says he's not, right? He's all about records and accolades. He's going to win this. 
Um, so I'm not worried about it. I'm confident we're going to see the Lakers. I was thinking because this is, this is the first one, and remember when Messi came into the came into the MLS and won that random cup. Like if that wasn't for the MLS championship, that wasn't for the championship. That it was for a midseason tournament. So for for him to see Messi's reception to winning this midseason term that really doesn't mean anything for the, you know, for the for the soccer MLS playoffs to win this first one, yeah, something over Jordan. Jordan never won in season tournament. Yeah. So, yeah. so yeah, le- le- legacy is very important. The Suns versus the Lakers. Um, I, there's, there's no line on that yet because there's still a couple more games to be played. Maybe there, hopefully there's not an injury. Uh, let's move on to the other matchup on the other side of the bracket. It's going to be the Kings versus the Pelicans. So I guess my first question to you, Gons, is who who do you want to see in Vegas? Not who will think will win. Who do you want to see in Vegas between the Pelicans and the Kings? Pelicans. Hands down. Um, Just a funner group of people, man. Sion, Ingram. Um... Pelicans. Is it because you want to watch Zion dunk? Or I mean, De'Aaron Fox is exciting, no? He is. He's up and coming. Um, I just it would just be more fun to I think I New Orleans Lakers versus the Kings. I think the Kings are still trying to find identity. And I think that this is way more important to the Kings for that reason. They're still like team that makes the playoffs, but no one takes seriously. This is it for them. They win this, people might start looking at them seriously. The Kings need to be here. But I'm with everyone else. I'd rather watch Ingram and Zion. No, for sure. Ingram, you know, former Laker, you know, during during that during the cold times. Um, but Zion Williamson with his crazy dunks. I mean, the the Kings do have a high powered offense. Would be fun. Would be fun to watch. But you're right. The answer is is Zion. I'd rather see the Pelicans um, there, especially. I'd rather see if they, if they end up making the semifinals and lose to see Zion Williamson partying would be fun. Absolutely fun to watch. You know, you got GTA, uh, one of our world's favorite players, Grand Theft Alvarado, Jose Alvarado, um, on that team as well. Jordan Hawkins, that guy, I ha- I picked him up on my fantasy team. That guy's a sniper. I'm just, the, he was projected to go to the Lakers at, at 17, but he was selected, I think it was 11th by, by the Pelicans. So that guy's a sniper from three. He, we, the Lakers definitely could have needed him, but um, good for them on picking that guy up. So yeah, the, I would hope to see the Pelicans, but the Kings are also fun too. Um, let's move on to the Eastern Conference. You have the the Celtics versus the... Pacers. Now the pace the, the Celtics are unequivocally advanced stats wise, they're the best team in the league. Just with defense and offense. Um they're just they're a well oiled machine backcourt, maybe the best defensive backcourt in the league, and then the with an underrated Porzingis manning the middle. Um the Celtics look to be great. And the Pacers offensively are just a are one of the top teams in the league, but defensively, man, did you if, if you saw that Pacers versus Versus Hawks game during uh, during the holidays, right before Thanksgiving, they were just scoring on each other without much defense played there. So it's going to be the Celtics and the Pacers. Who would you are? Who would you rather see Gons in Vegas? The Celtics or the Pacers? Of course, the Celtics. I, I dude, I would love nothing better than the Lakers Celtics. The NBA would want nothing better than the Lakers Celtics in the finals. That I mean, that's that would be amazing, but. I mean, I like Indiana. I could watch them. But if you're asking me who I want to see in Vegas, the Celtics, hands down. 
All right, the other matchup we have the Bucks, Milwaukee Bucks, who blew that game last night against Chicago. Um, Alex Caruso hit that game tying three to go into overtime, and then you know game time ran out, um, and the and the Chicago Bulls won that game last. The Bulls have been playing awful, so the, for the Bucks to lose that game was was crazy. Um, the Bucks will be playing the New York Knicks. Uh, Julius Randle um, picked it up after that first few first several games of just being ass. Um, and then Jalen Brunson's doing well. So who would you rather see in Vegas guns, the Bucks or the Knicks? Dame time. Dame time. In fact, I'm going to be very sad that we got the West Coast game. If it's the Celtics versus the Bucks, that's a hell of a game to watch. No, for sure. Like if you're able, if you guys are able to get in there early, maybe you can get some tickets, you know, scalper tickets to that. Yeah, maybe. That I mean, too, it's yeah. well worth a shot, right? No, for sure. Right, so I mean, I, I'm that's what I'm hoping for too. So we're looking, we're, we're hoping for Lakers, Pelicans, Bucks, Celtics, um, in, in Vegas. That's what we're definitely hoping for, and then a Lakers Celtics finals. Let's just be real. Um, unfortunately, we're, we're going to be leaving Saturday morning, so we won't be there for the finals. But to be around that atmosphere for those two days, it's, it's definitely going to be fun. Um, but yeah, so the in, in season tournament next week. Um, a team I wanted to get into more so. Um, that didn't make the tournament is that are playing well. I, we talked a little bit about the Timberwolves, but before we talk about them a little bit more, let's talk about the Orlando Magic. They're currently on an eight-game winning streak. Um, last season they were picking it up, but this season they are just absolutely killing it. Gons, the Magic are doing quite well this season um, with the net rating. Their net rating for this for the Magic, they're fifth. They're at they're at a plus six point two. Their defensive rating, defensively, they're just a if. The Atlanta, if the Indiana Pacers are great offensively, um, the Orlando the Orlando Magic are great defensively, and they are currently third in the league at one hundred seven point six defensive rating uh, behind the Timberwolves and the Celtics. The Magic, Bancaro's picking it up. Franz Wagner, one of my first picks from fantasy, he's doing well. Uh, Mo Wagner, his brother, off the bench, providing really a really great bench spark. Um, they lost Wendell Carter, but Bataze has been playing fine. He played. Anthony Davis too, pretty well in that in that Magic versus Lakers game in Orlando. Um, Jalen Suggs has picked it up defensively in the backcourt. Even the, even without Markel Fultz, they seem to be fine. Uh, Joel, uh, not Joel Anthony, but Cole Anthony's doing well. Um, they have a, just a young athletic team. Um, uh, they're, they're mostly their coach has been doing well for them too. So the Orlando Magic, I just want to give them some love because they do have an eight game winning streak and defensively they're really locked down. What are your thoughts on the Magic Gons? I think they're a very good young team that's bought into their system. With that being said, they're still very young. I take this as a team that's going to do well during the season, get a good playoff standing, and lose in the first round. But hey, that's something you build on that. Um, props to, you know, Wagner, 20 points a game. And, you know, I'm happy. I like Bonjero. I love the way he plays, hustles, plays hard. But again, happy for him. Think it's going to be just a mid season Cinderella story and come playoff time. I don't see them doing anything. They they just don't have the experience in my, in my eyes. No, for sure. Right. Like, those guys, they, they need to get to the ringer. And I think a, a team that's also a little bit, has a step forward on them, but they're almost just as young, are the, Minis- are the Minnesota Timberwolves. Right now, they're currently number one in the West, the Minnesota Timberwolves. Um, they, Rudy Gobert, 
has maybe now is in the front running becoming defensive player of the year he's been locking down anyone inside and is be able to get to the people to get to shooters on the outside pretty well um considering so minnesota currently sitting at 14 and 4 um they didn't make the in-season turn the, the the final final eight but they're, they're number one they're number number one in the west anthony edwards potential all-star and potential potential superstar now do you think anthony edwards is a superstar gons Oh yeah, I, he's he's right there, and that's why I think Minnesota's complete opposite. They could win. They've had these building blocks for a couple of years, and they're panning out. And I like the pieces they have. Um, I would not sleep on Minnesota. I think they could be troublesome in the playoffs. Right, so, he, like you have yeah. Conley, who's a, a who's who's a vet guy, like a vet point guard, yeah. kind of calm everyone down. You have Anthony Edwards. Um, <clears throat> You have yeah. You have Cat, who used to be a number one, who's like a fucking great number two. If you're saying he's your number two, right? Oh yeah, no. If Anthony Edwards is your, he is. It's his team now. It's not Anthony. It's Cat. Cat is definitely a number two. Um, I think we talked about not trading him. Chemistry wise, you kind of have to keep him. If he's especially if he's not done, he doesn't want to be the alpha. He's going to be the number two. Be happy scoring 15 points a game, shooting his threes. That's fine. That's a great number two. Hell yeah, yeah. yeah. And then J.D. Uh, McDaniels, oh, my God. Maybe the the best wing defender in the league right now. Um, and you so, got Gobert. Yeah, We exactly. all hate him. We all hate him, but you oh. got him. <laughs> oh, yeah, so. COVID Rudy, yeah, 100%. Um, we all hate him, but defensively, you can't deny he is making a, a presence on the in, interior. So between those five guys, Troy Brown Jr., who, who turned into Anthony Edwards, former Laker, Wait, uh, killed... wait, I was going to say Troy Brown Jr. from the Lakers, Troy right. Brown Jr.? He turned into Anthony Edwards the other day against um, whoever oh they were playing. I forgot, I forgot who this they were playing. This is another one, Matt. Another one. I don't want to sound like DJ Khaled, but another one. Yeah. I mean, Lonnie Walker is doing well in the Nets, too, this year. So, former Lakers, it's not, you know, happy to see them doing well. Um, of course, on the Lakers, they couldn't shoot threes. But regardless, I'm, I'm glad to see those, those two players doing well. Um, so the, the Timberwolves, they have um, slow mo, uh, Kevin Anderson. Um, so yeah, so I, I'm I'm glad to see them doing well. Um, their Brazil Twitter fan page again on X is, is is still unhinged, but good for them. Good for the Timberwolves. Good for the Magic. And we talked a little bit about Indiana Pacers. So the the league, the league is the league. Uh, we keep going. We're going to be recording in Las Vegas. Hopefully, get some in in person interviews. But we'll we'll be doing a pod from Vegas. Sometime next week, unless you know we're we're not feeling great, then we'll kind of push that to maybe Saturday. But we'll try to do a pod um, next week. I'll bring my laptop and we'll go from there. Um, Gons, is there anything you want to t- you know hit before or any topics you want to hit before we leave today? No, man. See you in Vegas, God willing. I'm uh, I'm on the mend. I'm recovering. Everything's looking great. So I got two three days to get rid of this rash, and uh, I'll be excited to see you guys there. Definitely good to see you, man. Bye. Right. And that'll be it for us today. Thank you for listening. Thank you for your support. We'll see you next week.